This is Positively Farming Media. Happy New Year, my gardening friends, and welcome to Season 4 of the Just Grow Something podcast. Super excited to be here, super grateful for you being here, and looking forward to an awesome start to the 2024 gardening season. This is a time for planning, taking seed and supply inventories, and of course, purchasing everything we need to get going for the year. With the prices on just about everything having gone up last year and continuing into this new year, we obviously want to be sure the purchases we have to make are worth every single penny we spend, which is why we're going to talk about choosing a seed supplier on today's episode. It used to be easy to just choose a catalog and order seeds because there were only a handful of choices. And generally speaking, unless you were going to the nursery or the garden center to buy seed packets from a kiosk, you were ordering from a physical catalog that you actually got in the mail. That lent a bit of legitimacy to things, right? Like if a company was going to go through the effort and expense of printing and mailing catalogs, they must be legit. But nowadays, a simple internet search will yield thousands of results from companies all over the world. And it's a little bit more difficult to weed out the bad guys, so to speak. More than once, I have ordered something online, not necessarily gardening related, but just merchandise in general only to realize afterward that whatever I ordered was coming from somewhere overseas and would take weeks to reach me or may never show up at all. I had that happen when I ordered canning lids during the pandemic. They never showed up. So today we are going to talk about ways to find a legitimate, established, verified seed company, whether it's online, through a catalog, or local to you. And what to do if you encounter a new small business that seems legit and you'd love to support them, but you also want to make sure you don't get burned. I will also give you a list and links to my favorite suppliers over the years, including my very first catalog purchase. Let's dig in. Hey, I'm Karen. I started gardening in a small corner of my suburban backyard, and now 18 years later, I've got a degree in horticulture and operate a 40-acre market farm. I believe there is power in food and that everyone should know how to grow at least a little bit of their own. On this podcast, I share evidence-based techniques to help you plant, grow, harvest, and store all your family's favorites. Consider me your friend in the garden. So grab your garden journal and a cup of coffee and get ready to just grow something. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Let's do a little housekeeping before we jump into finding a legit seed supplier. Huge shout out to A. Shamaluev Music for the music for the new intro and outro for season four. And in fact, for most of the background music and transitions you have heard through the tail end of season three and now into this season. Very talented guy out of Ukraine. And yes, this is season four. And I hope to just continue to improve this podcast 
podcast as we go along. And in that vein, I am introducing a new segment called The Question of the Month. Now, this is not me answering your questions. This is you answering one of mine. I will ask the question in each of the episodes for the month of January and reveal the results to you in the first episode of February. This question is for you to answer, either through the link in the show notes to leave me a voice message by using the Q&A segment in the show notes if you're listening to Spotify, or by sending me an email from the website or directly to grow at justgrowsomethingpodcast.com. The question will also be sent in the weekly email if you're on my email list, so you can just hit reply to respond that way. And I will also be posting the question in the Just Grow Something Gardening Friends Facebook group, so you can leave your answer there too. Plenty of ways for you to get me your response. This segment is designed to have you help your fellow gardeners and just give some different perspectives on topics that we all wonder about from time to time. Think of it as a conversation that we would have if we were a gardening club, sitting around, having coffee, swapping info about a particular topic. We'll just see how it goes, okay? If I have plenty of answers each month, then we'll just keep the questions going all season. If you guys decide you don't want to, you know, participate and you don't give a hoot about answering the question, well, then we'll drop it and I'll just keep blathering on into the void about gardening while you listen. I just want to engage a little bit more with you in some way and let us engage with each other. And this sounds like it might be a good way to do that. So... The question of the month for January is, how do you plan your garden each season? Now, this could be you just telling me what online planner you use and how you pick the varieties that you're going to plant. Do you use graph paper to lay things out? Do you just decide at the last minute what you're going to grow based on the plants that you see at the garden center? No shame in that. Share with us what works for you or maybe what hasn't worked for you. I love to hear about how people plan out their gardening season. I think we can all learn from each other as we go. You have until January 31st to get me your answer, either from one of the links in the show notes or via email or through the Facebook group. I cannot wait to hear your answer. I also want to talk really quickly to my gardening friends in the Southern Hemisphere, specifically those of you in Australia and New Zealand. There are a lot of you downloading episodes right now, and I know you are in the thick of your summer gardening season. Because I live in the Northern Hemisphere, I plan these episodes in a way that sort of naturally follows how my seasons go, starting with the planning and the plant selection and then moving into planting and weeding and feeding and all that kind of stuff, and then with some crop-specific episodes thrown in there until we move into harvesting and preserving. I know that's opposite for you. And you're searching for topics right now that are very specific that also may be in past episodes and maybe kind of not following how my seasons naturally go. The easiest way to find those specifics, and this is for anybody really, 
is to just go to the website, justgrowsomethingpodcast.com, and use the search function with one or two keywords. Not only will it bring up any episode that I've done on that topic, but it will also bring up any articles or videos I've done as well. So hopefully that will help you find what you need when you actually need it. And you can always reach out to me with specific questions at any time, and I will be very happy to help however I can. And again, of course, this goes for everybody all the time. You can always find more info on the website. And while you're on the website, you can help support this podcast in a variety of ways. Reading the blog posts that I write over there gives a few pennies through the ads or the displayed. Um, clicking through links the, to make purchases from any of the companies that I'm affiliated with gives a few pennies. I'll be actually making it easier to find the sponsors and affiliates of this show on the website in the coming weeks. In fact, there's a lot of redesigning going on right now, including new merch coming. So stand by for that. Um, listening to the ads on these episodes helps support the show for sure. And finally, there's Patreon. Becoming a supporter over on Patreon starts at buying me a coffee at just $2 a month U.S., and the higher support tiers get you a little something in return in the way of exclusive content and other things, depending on what level you're supporting at. I would like to welcome our newest patron, Jerry, to the seed patron level. Welcome, Jerry, to the community, and thank you so much for your support. Jerry has immediate access to all the previous exclusive posts and videos posted for patrons at that level and above. And you can join Jerry and all my other lovely patrons at patreon.com slash just grow something or use the link in the show notes. If you appreciate all the information provided here and on the website and you want to give a little back, those are all the ways you can do that. And I am sincerely grateful. Okay, let's get into it. How do you find a reputable seed supplier? The number of horror stories that I heard, specifically starting in 2020, of people ordering seeds online only to either receive junky seeds that didn't germinate, seeds that grew something completely different than what they ordered, or that never showed up at all, was astonishing. Now, I know a lot of that had to do with desperation. During the, the beginning of the pandemic, seed suppliers were absolutely overwhelmed with the sudden demand for seeds and supplies that they ran out what seemed like practically overnight. Folks had no chance but to turn elsewhere to find their seeds. And unfortunately, this was both experienced gardeners and brand new gardeners alike. Shady suppliers popped up online and people lost a lot of money ordering from companies that were less than legit or were out and out fraudsters. So how do we prevent that from happening to us? The first thing is you can try to stick with just printed catalogs. A company that takes the time to print and mail a physical catalog is likely to be legitimate just based on the sheer upfront cost alone. But obviously, there are companies who have been around much longer than others, and just because they're legit doesn't necessarily mean they're going to fit your needs. So, here are some things to consider when choosing a printed catalog to order from. Mm -hmm. 
first thing to consider would be the company's reputation. So research the reputation of that seed catalog company. Look for reviews from other gardeners, which may mean going online um, or talking to other local gardeners that you might be associating with. A company that has a positive reputation is more likely to provide quality seeds and reliable services. Now, of course, this comes with a bit of a caveat. How often do you actually go out and post a positive review on somebody versus going out and posting something negative if you've had a negative experience with them? And therein lies the rub. So a lot of the time, you know, you may not be finding positive reviews, but you might find a bunch of negative reviews. I mean, I know I don't generally go out of my way to go and review a company unless I have had a very, very positive experience that was somewhat above and beyond what I would normally expect. Or if the company has reached out and asked me to leave a review, then I might go and do it then. But I'm more likely to leave something you know, in the way of a negative review if I've had a very negative experience with somebody. So when you go looking for reviews, take that with a grain of salt. Look at those responses to any of the negative reviews because I have been known if I see a negative review on a company that I have used to go out and refute that negative review or give my side of things just to sort of take the edge off if I disagree with what that review said. So looking and finding positive reviews is a good thing. Just keep in mind that oftentimes, especially if they're a newer company, they may not have much in the way of positive reviews and those negative reviews may outnumber them um, upon occasion. The second thing to maybe look at would be how much of the seed information is available and what kind of descriptions they're giving. So take a look at the catalog and see if they are leaving detailed and fairly accurate information about each seed variety. Legitimate companies are going to provide fairly comprehensive descriptions, including planting instructions and days to maturity and the specific growing conditions that those plants need. You should avoid catalogs that have any kind of vague or overly promotional language. I have seen very salesy language also in the descriptions of new varieties or even heirloom ones in established catalogs too, or just very exaggerated descriptions. So this is kind of a buyer beware situation. If a variety is being described as too good to be true, well, it probably is. <laughs> so, you know, just temper your decisions with a little bit of um, healthy pessimism. Another thing to look at, too, would be if they have a seed quality guarantee. Um, do they offer some sort of a guarantee? Reputable companies are going to stand by the quality of their seeds, and oftentimes they are going to provide a guarantee or a placement policy of some sort in case of issues. This means they're pretty confident in what they sell, which means that you should be pretty confident in buying it. Now, of course, anybody can say whatever the heck they want to and give a guarantee on anything. But something like that coming from a printed catalog tends to lend a little bit more legitimacy than just a random listing on the Internet somewhere that could say anything, to be honest with you. 
Also look at the variety of seeds that are being offered. An established seed company should offer a fairly diverse range of seeds. So different plant varieties and generally speaking, usually some heirloom options unless they're just not into the into the open pollinated stuff. Um, if you have a printed catalog that only offers a handful of varieties, keep in mind it may be a startup company or it may be a small local business. Now, this isn't necessarily a bad thing. And sometimes these smaller companies absolutely have high quality seeds and they are just extremely focused in their efforts. There's nothing wrong with that. And if they check all the other boxes that we're talking about, then they're likely a good option for ordering whatever their specific line is that they carry. And then also look to see whether or not their ordering and shipping policies are transparent. Look through the catalog and find if there is clear information on their ordering processes, their shipping costs, and their delivery times. Legitimate companies provide transparent policies to ensure a smooth and reliable ordering process, both on both sides, from your side and from their fulfillment side. Avoid catalogs that have very unclear terms or somewhere there are hidden fees in there. This would be an absolute red flag. And then finally, consider the company's history and how long they've been in business. A lot of the time, they're going to put that right in the first few pages of the catalog, established in 1885 or 19 whatever. And you're probably going to remember receiving this same catalog a few years in the row if you've been gardening for any amount of time, even if you've never ordered anything from them. My very first seed and fruit tree purchases came from Gurney's, mainly because I had seen the catalog before. It was the only one that popped into my mailbox and they always had coupons on the front that made everything pretty much half off when you ordered a certain amount. In fact, the apple trees that I ordered from them are still standing in the front of our old five-acre homestead and they are still producing beautifully 17 years after I planted them. So established companies with a history of successful order fulfillment are usually a reliable company to order from. Now, keep in mind that, you know, while beautiful, full-color, slick, paged catalogs can be very enticing, it's the content and the quality of the seed and their reliability that really matter. I get a ton of seed catalogs in the mail. Some of them are flashy, others not as much. And one particular catalog that contains nothing but black and white line drawings in an almost Victorian styling. I've never ordered anything from them because I actually find the styling very distracting and very hard to read, but they're obviously selling enough seeds through that catalog to keep mailing me a new one every year, even though I have never ordered from them. So don't think that the flashy catalogs are necessarily the best seed suppliers. I've ordered seeds from flashy catalogs that most certainly did not live up to their description, and I have ordered from plain black and white catalogs and have gone back to them over and over again because they were great. So don't judge a seed catalog by its cover. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, what about ordering seeds online? Well, this can be a little bit tricky, especially if you're dealing with a hub like Amazon or even Walmart now that brings together suppliers from all over in one place to shop. Most of the scams I heard of and the one I fell victim to involve sellers on one of these hubs. Mine was Amazon. And obviously nothing against Amazon. I am an affiliate seller for Amazon. I just didn't dig deeply enough into the seller and I got burned. So always be sure to verify information from multiple sources for a well-rounded understanding of who you're dealing with online. Now, there are ways to order directly from the same catalogs you get in the mail by going to their website. That is what I do for most of my seed ordering. I get the catalog in the mail, then I head to the website for actual ordering. If there is a very specific variety that I am looking for and I am unable to find it through one of my usual sources, then I will turn to the internet at large. So some things to look for when ordering from an online seed supplier. First thing first, reputation and reviews. Check the reputation of the seed supplier by looking for customer reviews and testimonials. Legitimate suppliers generally have a track record of satisfied customers. Now, we've all seen the fake reviews on Amazon and other platforms that can make it seem like a company or product is legit when they're actually planted reviews. But go way back in their history to check for real reviews. Sort the reviews by oldest or sort by the lowest review. Consider checking other online platforms, gardening forums, social media. Check those for feedback. Look for as much unbiased information as you can. And if you can't find any, well, then maybe move on. The next thing to look for would be If they list the germination rates, legitimate seed suppliers are going to provide that information on germination rates. In fact, in the U.S., they're required to. When I used to save and sell seeds, it was information I was required to include on the packaging. Look for details in the listing or on the supplier's website that specify the expected germination rate as a percentage. This ensures that you receive viable seeds. Again, yes, you can be lied to, but if this information is omitted altogether, the company likely isn't legit or they just don't know what they're doing. The next thing to look for is clear product information. A trustworthy seed supplier provides clear and detailed information about the seeds they offer. This is regardless of whether they're selling online or in a print publication. 
This should include the botanical name, the variety, the expected size of the plant, days to maturity, any specific growing requirements. So once again, avoid suppliers that have any kind of vague or very incomplete product descriptions, just like in the printed catalogs, that is a red flag. Now, something that's unique to online purchasing would be looking for secure payment options. Legitimate online businesses offer secure payment options. Obviously, this is automatic with online hubs like Amazon or Walmart, but if you're shopping directly from a supplier's website, look for secure payment gateways and ensure that your personal and financial information is handled safely. Avoid suppliers that only accept weird payment methods or that lack secure transaction processes, or there isn't that little lock icon in the web browser when you start the checkout process. If any of those things pop up, ditch the purchase and go somewhere else. And another thing to do would be to look for their contact information and customer support info. Look for things like a physical address and find their customer support details. Legitimate companies are transparent about how to reach them for questions or concerns. If they lack clear contact information, it should raise some concerns about their legitimacy. This is harder to do on a hub. That's why I got duped. I now look at the listing on Amazon to be sure that the item is being shipped from Amazon and not the originating company if I don't recognize the company. So if you don't know, there's an area on the Amazon listing that will say who the item is being sold by and who is shipping it. If it's being held in one of Amazon's warehouses, then it will say it ships from Amazon. That way, I know even if it's being sold from a company overseas, my item is going to reach me in a reasonable amount of time. This doesn't guarantee the quality of the seeds, but at least it means you'll actually receive the item and then you can dispute it or return it if it's junk. If it's shipping directly from the company listing it on Amazon and you're not familiar with the company, you are taking a higher risk. Now, I will say that I have purchased from some of my regular suppliers on Amazon when I can get a better deal or faster shipping. So oftentimes these seed suppliers will ship to Amazon to be held in their warehouse. And then sometimes they will actually just sell out from their own location sooner than Amazon does. So I can get it faster if I order it through Amazon. Or Amazon bought in bulk and is offering the item at a lower price. I've also gone the other direction, finding something on Amazon and then going directly to the supplier on their own website just to verify they're legit, and then I end up ordering it there instead. Either way, always look at who the seller is when purchasing on Amazon or another hub like Walmart. So whether you're ordering from a hub or you're going directly from a supplier website, remember to cross-reference information from multiple sources to make an informed decision so you don't get burned. Now, of course, there are cases in which you can purchase seeds from local suppliers. I've talked before about a shop near me, Planters Seed and Supply, and I mentioned Buffalo Seed Company in an episode about landrace varieties. These are both local suppliers to me. One is a reseller and one is actually saving the seeds themselves and then selling them. Now, 
it's a bit easier to see that Planters is a legitimate company, right? I walk in, I see the seeds behind the counter, I see plenty of people in there shopping. That's all I need to know. With Buffalo Seed, it might be a little bit harder. They are a small business, and when they first started, their website was sparse and it was kind of difficult to navigate. The only reason I knew they were legit when I came across them was because I had met the owners when I was donating some produce to another organization. I just happened to recognize their names on the website. I also recognized their names from being involved in our local gardening groups online and in real life. So that was how I validated their company. But if I hadn't recognized their names or I hadn't met them personally, how would I know? I love supporting small local business. I am one. Well, two, actually. So it's important to me. I also understand people need to be careful with their money. So if you've gone through all the checklists we already talked about and you still aren't quite sure about a company, but you're feeling compelled to try them out, then do it. But just start small. Place an order for seeds that you could easily find somewhere else if, A, the order never shows up, or B, they don't germinate or they're the wrong seed. That way, you've given them some business, you've tested them out to see if they're legit, but you've also not put all your eggs in one proverbial seed basket, right? I will say that my plan is to get my open pollinated seeds from Buffalo Seed Company this year before ordering elsewhere. And if you garden in the Midwest, I actually highly recommend them for open pollinated seeds that were grown with organic fertilizers and in most cases with only rainfall and not irrigation. It makes them uniquely adapted to our Midwest weather and therefore more likely to do better in my gardens. If you have a seed company near you that does this, make them your go-to first if you can because you will likely have better results. But that's a sidebar. So who else do I order my seeds from? Like I said, my very first orders, the first few years came from Gurney's, um, their mail catalog. They were a no-brainer choice for my budget, and they got me going in the right direction. As I expanded my repertoire, I've ordered from Baker Creek, Seed Savers Exchange, Southern Exposure Seed Exchange, Burpees, just picking up seeds from the Garden Center, And then as my needs increased and I had to buy in much larger quantities, I've moved to using Johnny's Seed a lot, but I also use Harris Seed. And I love True Leaf Market. They're a sponsor of this podcast and I'm an affiliate for them, so bonus points there. And I use Urban Farmer Seeds as well. So my go-tos on the regular are definitely True Leaf and Johnny's and then specific varieties that neither of them carry, I get from uh, Harris and a couple of others. So I will leave links to all of these in the show notes so it gives you some resources. Hopefully that takes a little mystery out of shopping for seeds and how to find a reputable supplier. Remember, check for feedback and reviews, make sure they have secure purchasing options and some sort of guarantee, and know where the items are shipping from when you're shopping online. Hopefully you can find all the seeds your gardening heart desires this season without getting burned. Until next time, my gardening friends, keep on cultivating that dream garden and we'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Just Grow Something podcast. For more information about today's topic and to find all the ways you can get in touch with me or support the show, go to justgrowsomethingpodcast.com. Until next time, my gardening friends, keep learning and keep growing 
and reliable on both sides, both from an ordering and for, from 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 <laughs> try that again. That specifically state the expected blah 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 blah. Dang. Clear and detailed information about what the seeds. That's not what I'm trying to say. Oh my goodness. The seeds they offer. This is irregardless. Irregardless. That is not a word. First started their website was it was kind of sparse and it was very difficult to sparse. Sparse is not a word and some sort of guarantee and know where the items are shipping from, 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 from. I am having all kinds of bloopers today. Holy cow, blooper reel is going to rock. 